friends, new and old, and welcome to the Pow Wow Podcast. I am your host, Philip. And I am your other host, David. And we come to you this week very relieved. And I know you're thinking to yourself, what on earth could he mean by relieved? David, before each of our following uh, sessions, let's say, so before this opening and before the game, because as uh, viewers, or excuse me, listeners will find out later on, uh, we do record the game first. Again, most weeks. Behind most the weeks. Most most weeks. You're right. You're right. There are exceptions to anything, and the advantage of having a podcast is doing just that. However, before both sessions today, you and I both had massive, massive restaurant restroom breaks. Uh, mine, I dare say, was more epic than yours. But we both come to you relieved, and that is how I wanted to start out the show today. How are you, David? Feeling, as of the last couple hours, slightly under the weather, which is uh, oh. not ideal. But we had a busy day today, and maybe the that's part of it. I am, as you can see, Phil, and as the, the viewers will see on our promo videos this week, I am dressed rather dapper, if I might say. Yes, you are. Yes, yes. You yes. Uh, we had a big event the christening of my niece Nyla, and we had a we had a, a luncheon afterwards. It was delightful. A luncheon? What's a, yes? What's a what's like a on the menu for a luncheon? It's basically lunch for fancy people. It's kind of like I don't know. I like bites. Like we just did bites. I don't know. We didn't do it that. Like there's there was quite a range of like fancy. There was like this like crabby stuff in like. I don't even know what they're like leaves and I don't know. There was like fancy crap and there was like brie and camembert and br blue cheese and and there was like all that nice stuff. And yes. then there was also buffalo wings because oh, who doesn't because like who doesn't enjoy buffalo, buffalo wings? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So there was a wide range of things and it was just delightful. But now I am currently feeling uh, a little sniffly. How are you, Phil? At the moment, I'm a little agitated. The house's puppy is I can hear. barking, so I apologize. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I hope that it doesn't get caught on the microphone. But um, other than that, other than that dog, not my dog, not even our dog, that dog, good Lord, as long as he uh, be becomes quiet by the next segment, I will be over the moon, David. I will be over the moon. So every week we have a game uh, going into the week, and I know you're thinking right now, wow, is there a game going on right now? Are we early? No, 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 no. It's actually just that we are going to have an entire podcast about games, not playing games, just talking about games. David, I am a person who loves, absolutely loves to play games. Um, not like, not in a romantic way. That In that way, I'm very clear and concise. But to the competitive juices flow within me, as I'm sure and I know that they do with you as well. Uh, we've certainly played our fair share of games. And I'm excited for this to go down the list of things that we both find to be the top games in each category. Are you excited? Yes, the categories chosen by you uh, and willingly accepted by me. Yes, I'm excited. Let's let's do this. All right. Favorite video games will start us off because I'd say that's probably the most that I play these days. Unfortunately, I wish I could play more in person. Favorite video games. I'm going to start with my number three. It's Madden. It's Madden NFL football. And the reason why is more so heritage than it is current because currently the game is not that good but madden football did bring me into football it did bring me into the how the game is played and what the rules are because without that i wouldn't have known growing up as a single child how football was and it gave me a venue to fi figure out the rules on my own it's incredibly near and dear to my heart i still buy weekly games because weekly yearly games because of it um, and so it holds a special place in my heart, if not nothing else, ceremonial Madden. How about you? Uh, my number two is, uh, sorry, number three is a fighting game. I've never been, never, ever been a big uh, video game person, but I have enjoyed certain games 
throughout my life. And for the most part, I used to play a lot of like my ideal video game. If I was ever at a friend's house, I would have I would always request racing games. But I also loved Mm. Tekken. And that's, I think, mainly PlayStation or entirely PlayStation. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that was a big favorite, especially Tekken 3 on the PlayStation 2. That was something that Uh, I had growing up and my cousin had. It was just just the best. And then like later down the line, when I think my brother got a PlayStation 3, we got Tekken like 7 or something. It was like tag tag tournament something like that ah, and yes, that was yes, like yes. it was the same concept and stuff but it doesn't have that special place in my heart like Tekken 3 and my favorite character if you're wondering was always Huarong ah mine was king i love the uh the half cheetah half man idea yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all right your number 2 david my number 2 is very near and dear to both of our hearts is super smash bros I Yay, love. I'm glad I made it. Up yeah, this so far. of course. I, I mean, again, I'm like really not a video game person, but when it comes to games that you can right. play as a group or even just with someone else, like I don't play video games on my own. But if I'm gonna play video games, then it's gonna be with it's other people. Game. Yeah, it's a party game. It's yeah. it's fun. It's social. I love Super Smash Bros. It's a lot of fun. My number two is going to be Halo, not the Master Chief Collection, the original games. Again, it's kind of just overall. I know some people, it's Call of Duty. For me, it's Halo. I enjoy the fact that you get a shield. I don't like these semi-retired professional army vets who go around playing Call of Duty and can snipe you while parachuting out of a fl- out of a out of a plane and make it their career and life to just do this. I just I kind of like a game, but I do enjoy a shooting game here and there. So I would go Halo if you held my feet to the fire, Halo 3. And that means that my number 1, number 1 is an old favorite that you just listed, Super Smash Bros. I get into it. I get a little sweaty. That's how how much I love it. I'm I'm told that I make faces when I'm I'm in moments of peril. There's I've got great memories, including with you, of just fun fun nights playing Smash all night long. It's it's just very near and dear to my heart. I love Smash. Uh, Super Smash Bros. on the Switch is just fantastic. Your top game, Hoffman. Any guesses? Uh, is it going to be like Mario Kart? It is exactly racing? Mario Kart. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and that, like, I think that comes from, first of all, that same party aspect. I think the only reason it edges Smash is because it's a little bit more universal. More people enjoy Mario Kart than, than Smash. And also, right. it is one of the few games that I used to play on like by myself like i used to play mario kart on my on my ds back when i was in like fifth grade i also used to play honorable mention to uh super mario bro new super mario bros on the ds that game was fantastic and i still love that game and every now and then i might pick up my old ds and actually play new super mario bros because that one's fantastic but it's not really much of a multiplayer game so that's why all the ones i listed before made it into the top three let's move on phil to card games Yes, let's. My number th- my number three is Contract Rummy. Now, if you play card games long enough with me and we're in a small enough group, like four, because once we get to six, it's a bit much. But there's Rummy and then there's Contract Rummy, and I'm very specifically into Contract Rummy. It's a, it's a rendition of the game. There's rounds. There's seven rounds. It's a, it's a longer game. It probably takes you closer to an hour, but you're invested the entire time. I find it to be fun. There's just I think there's the right amount of luck and strategy to it. It's probably more luck than strategy. I love Contract Rummy. What's your number three card game? My number three card game, my number one and two are both like like classic playing card games. So my number three, I decided I would do Uno. I love Uno. Oh, yes, yes. Nicely done. I don't have that here, but yes. Yeah, I love Uno. It's always good fun. My number two... Is very similar to classical rummy, but it's the Italian twist, I suppose. Uh, it's called Scala Quaranta, which means ladder to 40, oh. which essentially just means that you have to have 40 points in your hand before you can start playing on the table. So you have to have 40 oh. points in sets of th- at least three cards, either three sixes or six, seven, eight, nine, or whatever. You have to have 40 points and each card is worth the number of points 
on the card, right? So yeah, it's right. but then it's essentially rummy, but uh, yeah, I, I just it's a that's the game that we always played. Uh, my mom being Italian, so you're number two, Phil. My number two, Slapjack. Now, never or, heard I, actually, of it. it's not you know. No, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I labeled it wrong. Slapjack's a different game. Um, it's actually it's called ERS, Egyptian Rat Slap. I think is the the PG version of it. Egyptian Rat Slap. Oh, Essentially, it's a I game think that I boils, remember you guys yes. talking about this game. I still have no idea what it is. It's a very fun game. Again, it involves slapping. You play. You just lay down cards we as if love it's war. Right? Slapping. Just, <laughs> we love to slap it. And so we just put cards in the middle of the table. Everybody puts them down. Once you reach a face card, however far away that card is from ten, so a jack would be one, queen would be two, king would be three, ace would be four. However far away that number is from ten is how many cards the next person to go has to put down a face card of their own. If and when. They do not put down another face card. The person who laid down the initial face card gets the entire pile. Your goal is to get the entire pile. The only difference is, the only thing added in there for flavor, if there's two of the same card or a card that's in between two cards of the same card, uh, then you can slap it. It probably makes more sense to play through. Just trust me, ERS, look it it up. Fantastic game. I don't get it. Fantastic game. But of course, the number one. Come on. Oh, I, you knew this had y- to be. There. Yes, yeah. It had to be poker. Come on. I have mine is the same. It's the same poker. Yes. Yeah. La- last night I'm a little sore because of how late last night I stayed out playing poker. Like that's how how much I love poker. It's a con- constant game. I love the absolute social aspect of it. Yes. I love yeah. if you're good at it, you can make money. I mean, obviously that's like number three to two reasoning why and gamble responsibly of course of course please don't do it um but if nothing else i i have a group that i've i've stayed with roughly for like seven years now people consisting of people that i knew before people that i only knew because of poker and then people that i've maintained a relationship i would attribute strictly to poker and i love that so i love that the social aspect meets the game it can be as long as you want yeah, it can be as yeah. short as you want it's like an event it's an event you know like it's poker night and you you have your friends over and you all play poker and i like it i liked uh, every i've never played high stakes i've never played with for any decent amount of money it's always been sort of penny penny poker and i love that like and i love like beers and or whiskey if you if you lean that way or nothing whatever but just that like that snacks and cards and chat and like it's it's just uh it's just a gathering and then meanwhile you're playing poker and poker is uh can be so much fun so yeah absolutely agree poker is number one if you don't know how to play and if it seems daunting i i promise you it's worthwhile to learn the game get past that hurdle and you will you will probably enjoy it Yes. Again, play for lower stakes. Play for like the max that you'll lose all night is 20 bucks. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. And the social aspect, if you get a good group of people around worth the entire workload it takes to learn it. Uh, Last subject here, board games. Board games. David, what is your third favorite board game here? All right. Uh, this is not to give anyone PTSD over the past, uh, based on the past year and a half, but my my third favorite actually comes is called Pandemic, and it is uh, a collaborative I game. I think I've heard of it. Yeah, I might have yeah. told you about it, maybe. It's a collaborative game, maybe. so you and up to five, I think if you get the expansions, you can play with up to five people, six people. Five people, I think, is the max. And you play together to try to solve the pandemic. And, like, there's disease cubes that spread around (laughs) the cities of the world. And you have to, like, treat diseases. And then you have to, like, discover cures. And you can buy expansion packs that, like, introduce a lab. There's all sorts of other things. And then on one of the expansions, you can even have a a new role, which is called the bioterrorist, in which case you then play against everyone else. So there is that you can have that competitive dynamic if you want. But uh, generally, the basic game is that you play against the game. And so that one's a lot of fun. It's very it's kind of complicated. But once you know it, it's 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 a lot of fun to to play. And it's I so am heavily current. intrigued. It's so current. So, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, normally I think, I think, I think a lot of, you would like it. I, I, a lot of, I think you should come and visit me and we'll all play Pandemic. 
Maybe there's an online version that we can um, play in the probably, meantime. But I'm not probably. I, but I'm not opposed to visiting you strictly for a, a three hour layover and then coming back just to play a <laughs> board game. I, I'm not oh, above but, that. But you also have to come for your your bread making lessons from my mother. This is true. This yeah, is true. So, so maybe I'll stay there for a day. For a day. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> my number three is a classic. I think it might be in your list too. Monopoly. Oh, God. I'm fine with... It's not in my list. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I know it's a very divisive game. Everybody knows it. Everybody's probably played it. I doubt that there's a person alive that's above the age of, like, what, eight who hasn't played Monopoly. But it's a very divisive game. The ones who love it probably love it. The ones who hate it hate it. Very rarely are you uh, in, a, in a mood where you're like, yeah, Monopoly, I can give or take. Let's play Monopoly tonight. No, you either have strong feelings of, okay, do we have four hours? Okay, let's play. Yeah, you made me play once, and I didn't want to play Monopoly, but I guess I just didn't want to not hang out with you guys, so that says a lot about you. Um, I think I regretted that afterwards, because not you, yeah. but some of the other members of that game That's right. drove I think, me nuts. I think I remember. Yes. Drove me nuts. I think nuts. I remember that. So that was, a, that was a bad day. When it's a good group when you have a bunch of people and and good house rules because there mm. are sometimes where there are stupid house rules there are good house rules that help encourage pace of play encourage getting the game going along you sure. need that or else you will be six hours in and only be halfway done yeah it's a it's a it's a trap sometimes but monopoly ranks number three my second one and there's two different versions of this i think blockus or Tetris, I think, is like the, the knockoff version of it. But Blockus, uh, it's a game, essentially, think of Tetris pieces. Okay. And your goal, as one player of four is ideal, two at worst, or even three, I think. If one, it's either two, three, or four player games, strictly. And your goal with those Tetris pieces is to utilize all the pieces assigned to you on the board. Goal number one. Two, depending on how much you go, to not uh, keep people out of areas. And so that way you want to lay down all your pieces. That's goal number one. Goal number two, to make sure that others cannot. And it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Okay. Okay. My number two is Clue. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I can I see love, that. I love Clue. As I knew it growing up, Cluedo. So it was Clue with an extra dough on really? the end. Yeah, Cluedo. I'm sure there's some people listening who are like, yeah, I knew Clu Cluedo. That's the name of the game. I don't know when or why it became Clue or if it's just in different countries. It's Clue versus Cluedo. Uh, it, one word, just a D-O, Clue and then Do, Cluedo. Okay. But that's what that's the name that we knew. Um, my sister and I, when we were growing up, that's the name, the game, name of the game. Yeah, I love that game. I think it's fun. The, I love the mystery aspect. It's it's probably my favorite actual board game because my number one, which brings us to is, your number one, yeah, is is thirty seconds, which is a board game or any game that's sort of similar to that. It's it's a game where you get a card and you have to like you. There's five things on the card. And you have to describe them without saying the actual words. So you have to like oh, if I get yes. uh, if I get Nelson Mandela, I'll be like, oh, he was the president of South Africa and he's seen as like the the hero who like freed blah blah blah. He went to prison and wrote a book. And then someone goes, oh, Nelson Mandela. And you're like, yes. And then you get like a point and you move. There is a board, so it counts as a board game. But yeah, okay. I love games like that that are like energetic and fun and like ah, and funny. Like people come up with some some pretty ridiculous things. So that, that one's always exciting. I'm now thinking Cards Against Humanity was a good one, too. But I don't think it would have cracked my uh, top three. I do love games like that. Yeah. Group games. You yeah, are. A I, I'm a sociable games. person. Yes, absolutely. For me, it's Risk is number one. Oh, God. And it, there's a hard asterisk here where when it is good, when you have players who know what they're doing and know the game and you're not teaching because that it's very, very hard to take a the first game somebody ever plays seriously. It's usually the second, maybe even the third game before somebody actually gets it and then it's fun, which is something to be said when the game probably lasts around one to two maybe even three hours per game. So it, there's a huge asterisk there, but it's my absolute favorite when you have a group who knows what they're yeah. doing. See, I like playing play. on the so iPad good. because you can like zoom through all that dice oh, yeah. rolling. Yes. But yes, uh, yes, yeah, yes, no. Yes. Otherwise, no thanks. All right. I have some quick hitter questions here for you, David. Oh, great. They're designed to be fast, but feel, feel free to comment if you want. All right. All right. First one, which is 
the better childhood game, tag or hide and go seek? Ooh, um, I'm just gonna say I I think hide and seek simply because I we we played it about a year and a bit ago. Yeah, roughly that. God, and uh, man, was it so much fun. Whereas tag, like, I mean, I guess it was always just the most athletic kids who were who were always the best at that. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think hide and seek allowed for a little bit more creativity. So definitely hide and seek. I think I would go tag, but I just think back to childhood days. Mm-hmm. Um, better group game, taboo or spin the bottle. Oh, I mean, I, I suppose it depends on the group, but spin the bottle can be that, a lot of fun. True. Like, uh, it, again, it really depends on the group. You have to have the right group of people for something like that. Sure. Uh, otherwise, I guess taboo. But yeah, I, I tentatively say spin the bottle was pro- probably pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love taboo personally. Um, I've never actually played spin the bottle, but oh, I thought, well, yeah. you know what? You're European. You might have. I mean, it's a better very, basic. I only I've I think I've only ever played it with my in the u.s with my american friends fair enough a better basic game tic-tac-toe checkers or hangman oh hangman's a lot of fun i think i'm gonna go with it is uh, go with hangman hangman all right i i would probably go checkers i like checkers i like the the subtle strategy that's mm. in there mm. and thus we clear up the game let's clean up the board game here all right We now reach our mini segment of the week, and uh, this one is a brand new one. I am going to be calling it, or the idea is unsolicited advice. So advice that no one asked for, probably no one needs, but we're going to give it to you anyway. And I'm I'm going to call it. You're welcome. For now, tentatively, the name might change. Name might change, but okay. You're welcome, and it has to be said like that. You know what? You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Okay. So my my advice for you uh, fine people out there this week is, are the women in your life constantly complaining about the toilet seat being left up? Do you keep missing the bowl? Go ahead and start sitting down when you pee at home. Nobody will know. It's our little secret. You will lead a happier life. Just sit the flip down. You're welcome. <laughs> my advice for this week is if you are trying to lose weight but you are cooking for one or you bought too much for yourself isolate your portion you want to eat maybe half you know or whatever it is put the rest in the fridge then eat your portion begin to wait to eat the rest in 45 minutes to an hour it's a hassle to reheat and by the time you get to reheat you should be more satisfied and less snacky you're welcome. <laughs> well, that was actually some some pretty useful advice. Uh, I like it. I like it. Of course, what kind of podcast would this be if we did not, in our once more, include our favorite games of the podcast? Now, remember, there's a difference between the mini segments and the games. Sometimes we have unique games to the guest. Sometimes we have formats that we reuse, re- remodify, uh, again, to fit the guest, the, the genre, or what have you. But I, I thought that we could each list our top three games. I'm sure that we'll run into the same ones somewhere here. But my number three favorite game that we do or did... Uh, was uh, the the lyric game the revamped version? That was the your first favorite? game. Was not a good one, I think. No, third favorite. Third, third favorite. favorite. I I have the same one. That's my third favorite. And in third, in third. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for me, it was. It's it's fun. I know that there's a little bit of a delay between you and me, David. But usually, whoever we have had in the past also has to deal with the delay or. Just doesn't know what the the game is. And I believe the revamped version came with guests. The first time we did it, it was just us. Yes. Second time with the guests. So the revamped version was much better. I like it. It's my third favorite, and it seems like it's yours too. What is your number two? My number two. Now it's hard to remember all of these games without actually going back and and like listening to each episode again, which I did not do. Sure. I chose uh, the celebrity impressions that we did for my friend Julie, and that one was just fun. Like I, I thoroughly enjoyed your Al Pacino, but most especially your Chris Tucker uh, impression. <laughs> it was absolutely 
hilarious. And uh, yeah, that was fantastic. That one, it was just fun to do. It didn't go very well in the end for either of us, but right. But it was fun to do. I enjoyed the celebrity impressions game and memorable. My second favorite is usually the matching game. I just find it to be again revamped. We've done different versions of this, but yes, the revamped we've done it version, twice, I believe. Li- yes. So we list five, and we list five. I realize that this is recent because it was the last episode that we did this, but I actually really like that. I like how there can be similarities between the two people. You can even yeah. have an entirely different list and yet and still end up in a tie, end up in different ones. There are obvious ones that make sense, yada, yada, yada. The matching game to me is one of my second favorite, although on remembrance of what you said, the, the celebrity impression one is is quite good. However, we'll I will bring that one back it. at some stage. We will, we will. You're absolutely correct. the The one that I would, I was gonna do, the one that was audible in an audible game, was the sounds like game. You might remember. I, is this, this your next number game, one? Uh, this is my number one. This next game we'll be doing, we'll be bringing on a special guest. But Cole, who is uh, has a relationship with our next guest, Cole Lewis. We played a game. And it was just, uh, what is what? What would this situation sound like? What would this scenario sound like? What would this thing sound like? Give me your best sounds like impression of it. I freaking loved that game. Yeah. You and Cole killed it. It was hilarious. <laughs> I loved that game. Yes, we got to bring that and one. And your back. your version of it was was funnier than my. It ended up being funnier than mine because mine was a. Uh, I gave you guys little snippets of like lines from movies, and you had to recreate oh, yeah. those. So that was great, obviously. But uh, yours was definitely more allowed for a lot more creativity. That one was that one was tremendously fun and it was my number one as well and it was called the mockingjay game the mockingjay game you're right it takes a very not not to discredit just each guest has their own strengths and weaknesses so it takes a very specific guest to do that with take somebody who's a a little bit more ready and willing to improvise right and so and it helped that cole obviously knew us well we knew him well yes he's a close friend so yes yes so we will definitely, I think there's no doubt between either of our minds that we will be bringing that back. It just takes a special person to do that with. And then, of course, if there's nothing else that comes to mind that we'd like to create originally for a new guest, what have you. But that is our once more. Let's go to the game. Now, as we may have said already, I'm not sure because this is the first part of the episode that we are recording. <laughs> David, but we may have mentioned this. <laughs> yes, we record this out of order. This is episode 29 of Pow Wow, and I can't believe we've made it this long without having my amazing, beautiful, talented friend Bella on as a guest. Oh. She is a dancer, an actress, even a singer, and she's done some amazing work. And I'm delighted to introduce her. Bella, welcome to Pow Wow. Thanks, my babe. Welcome to the show, Bella. I, I must admit when he said my amazing, talented, and beautiful friend, I I kind of was thinking he was talking about me, but the description fits you as well, Bella, of course. <laughs> Thanks, of Phil. Of course, yes. As you may... Phil, you're also a dancer and an actress. Right. And, uh... <laughs> and a very different av- avenue than Bella, but yes, yes, I do make money on the side. Yeah. Uh, Bella, the side. yes, welcome to the show. <laughs> it is a pleasure to have you. Um, as is standard, we will play a game with you. However, we start out the whole process by getting to know you a little bit. And since you are David's guest, he will ask you one question. I get to ask you two to just get to know you a little bit better. Um, These aren't going to be too Just to be clear, you Mm. two know each other already. Yes, yes. but uh, We do, we do. We do, we do. We have come into acquaintance. I know, trying to think, what's something I learned in like the many, many games? I think I learned what your favorite movie was, and now I cannot remember it for the life of me. I think I did. I think we, we learned lots of things we, about each other. We played those kinds of games, those questiony yes. games. Yes. Yeah. You well, know. There was an ice was cream like game a... too that I, I learned your favorite ice cream. But but oh. now we played lots of hide and seek together for yeah. sure. Yes, we <laughs> those did. Those were so fun. They really were. Oh, what and, a time! And um, <laughs> but the good thing is is that now these answers to questions will be recorded. I can go back and research before next time I see you, Bella. So let's get to the nitty gritty of it. My first question, would you say that you love dancing because you are good at it or 
you are good at dancing because you love it. Hmm. I think I am good at dancing because I love it. When did you first discover that love as a follow-up? Well, when... So I actually didn't start as a dancer. I started as a, a gymnast. I was a competitive gymnast. And then part of our training was to take dance so that you can get like balance and kind of because when you do more like when we do floor or anything. But, you know, you've seen the Olympics. It's still like a performance. Mm -hmm. And so ballet was part of that training. And I was really little. I was like maybe like seven, but it was like hardcore training. Imagine I could get kindergartner going to eight hours of practice right after wow. school. This Jeez. is not and something I knew about you, Bella. Yeah. So this it was really intense. David. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm very good question, I guess. Thank you. Yeah. So I've, I've been an athlete since the beginning, I guess, pretty much. That was like really intense. And then my mom said she took me out of it because I'd come home crying because it was just Aww. too much. But in the process of that, I fell in love with the, the ballet class that I was put in. So then she thought, dance. And then from there, it just felt like something that I was made to do more so than gymnastics. Right, yeah, it was organic. So. It was it was natural. And you you took to it like a fish in water. Yeah. And it just like makes you feel different than doing a different activity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well done. Sure. Well done. David, your turn. Going a little dark here. What, <laughs> what oh was gosh. the worst? What was the worst road accident you've ever been involved in? Please describe it to us. Relive Whoa. it for us, Bella. Okay. Okay. So my mom picked up me going back to dance, picked up me and my friend and my sister from one of our studios. And she was driving and she said that she, I, this is what I remember. I was in the very back. So we had like an SUV um, and I was next to my best friend and it was like my sister and, and her friend were in the middle row and then my mom in the front. And she reached for like one second to turn the air on or something for us as she was like on a main road. And then all I remember is we just like, she slammed into somebody. So it was technically my mom's fault, I guess, mm. which she's probably not. Uh, technically. <laughs> technically, it's her fault. So she did that. And then it the car was totaled. Like our car was totaled at the front. And then the airbags went off. But for some reason, smoke started filling in our car. And luckily, we had one window is on my sister's side. And she was on the left side in the middle was at least... Uh, a quarter it was it was down it was down the only one that was down and then we were freaking out like obviously we're children we were like shaking I remember remember the seatbelt like gave me like a mark across my chest area and mm. then we climbed over the seat and we all of a sudden it was the strangest thing you guys this random person I have we still have no idea where he came from because we didn't see him he just was there and then he disappeared after, but he came over and started pulling us out of the car. Wow. Like wow. he just, he just pulled us out of the car. It was like all of us. And my mom was freaking out and she was so feeling all the things. And she's like, we're in the middle of the street and this stranger just kind of looked like kind of redneckish because it was Simi Valley, but he like <laughs> was still pulling us out and we were like, wow, we we're freaking out, like crying. And then before the ambulance and like the police came, he he's gone. Like he's some kind of some kind of vigilante hero. Yeah, maybe he's. Like I know. Someone like maybe it was Robin Williams from Jumanji, just just coming in <laughs> with a big old beard, <laughs> yeah. pulling people out of cars. He, maybe he didn't even know you guys crashed, and he's just starting to pull you guys from the car, and then it turned out to be a good thing. Yeah, but it's just like he just left. Like, why would he just leave? You know, it was so weird because <laughs> he saw that he heard the cops come. I, 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 maybe. I yeah. Gotta, you said he was rednecky. So I'm going to I'm going to dub him the hoedown hero. Hey. And that'll be a superhero. Hey, name. The, hoedown hero. The, the vigilante who, you know, he can't be. Obviously, when the cops come, he's got to get out of there. But but he's always there to save the day. So yeah. thank you. Hoedown yeah. Hero. <laughs> Or the yeah. seamy civilian, either way. This, yeah, I like that, seamy <laughs> civilian. Oh. All right, my last question here, Bella. What is the last embarrassing thing you did at a family event? I know for you, family is crucial. Oh, I got it. Yes, family <laughs> is crucial to your life. I Anytime I've, I've been around you, you've talked about your family. So what is the last embarrassing thing you did? Okay, well, I, I usually, in, my, in front of my family, don't get like too embarrassed because I just don't care. But <laughs> my brother had his engagement party. I think it was like a week ago now. And I got real drunk 
as per usual, as Italian too. <laughs> of course. And yeah, and there was this like gigantic, you know, the 3D. I don't know what they're called. They're just like the 3D pictures. Like they they come out of the wall. Uh, the like, yeah, it's like a box. Oh, it looks like yeah. a box. Like if a, it were creepy to be close. a hollow, hollow or um, hologram or I can't. I don't know what they're called. But you know what Whatever. I'm talking about. Yes, yes. Yeah, and. So it was like propped up so that everybody that was at the party could like, you know, it's a decoration. It was part of the decoration. Sure. And I was drunk and the music was like playing. And obviously I was dancing because that's what I do 24 seven and to enjoy myself. And I don't, Cole wasn't there. He was gone, but I picked up the picture and I started dancing with it and I had a short memory of it. Like I didn't really remember until the next morning, my brother was like laughing, coming out of his room. He's like, Bella, Bella, you have to see this video. We have the greatest video of you. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, I'm like, no, why does everybody document me? And I like never have my phone when I'm drunk usually, like it's just somewhere else. So I never have footage or anything. And he <laughs> took a video and it's just me by myself. Everybody's dancing, but like they're just watching me in the video hold this oh. picture, this gigantic picture up and like just swaying side to side and doing the, uh, so you're, was it the electric slide or something? Okay, so you're mirroring oh, no. dancing. You're not like grinding up on this ghost, <laughs> like giving, no, no, okay. no, no. Okay. just imagine I'm like, yeah, I love you guys. And it's like gigantic <laughs> picture of my brother and his wife, like beautifully taken. <laughs> and I'm just going off dancing by myself. And I don't know, like, half the people, some of the people there, because they're Megan's family, like my brother's fiancés. Mm -hmm. And they just, they really got to know me that night. Mm. Well, okay. oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, just for clarity for the listeners, Cole is your boyfriend. My yeah. boyfriend, yes. Yes, a, a former yes. A game participant in uh, yes. this uh, podcast show. So you have heard him yes. before. But is Cole, he a nice guy? Is he a nice guy? Is that what you're asking me? Is he a nice guy? Yeah. Like, uh, what, what's he like? <laughs> yeah, he's a nice guy. He makes me laugh oh, okay, a lot. Good. That's that's. He's good. a a one of a kind man, I'd say. Oh, I'm sure he is. Yes. yes yeah. He is. All right. All right. Phil, why don't you explain the game for us? <laughs> Will do. All right, Bella. The game we shall be playing this week, I call in honor of you, Split the Difference. Of course, hey. the splits are a necessity in most dances, especially ballet, I'm sure. But uh, yes. split the difference. Uh, the game will consist of both me and Hoffman giving the other two competitors five options, five terms, five things. And our job will be to figure out which one is the middle child, which one is the direct middle object. For instance, if I were to give you, oh, I don't know, the five first Star Wars films in chronological order oh, it would be revenge well, I, I i'm sure you okay <laughs> it would be you wouldn't give them in chronological order because that would give you the answer to the question absolutely but give the first five I in a yeah. random order sure it would be you have to identify the revenge, middle one yes revenge of the oh, Sith, okay. episode okay. three yes so with that being said bella you are our guest who would you like to face off against first me or hoffman Hoffman. Hoffman. All right. For all my right. game, Bring I must. On, Phil. Yes, I must <laughs> remind us all that because of last week's game, both me and Hoffman have a skipping stone. Meaning, should either one of us wish to skip the subject or category once throughout their game, they may do so without any penalty or what have you. Here we go. The first subject, Bella, you are facing off against Hoffman, and you shall be answering. Second, we'll let Hoffman get the okay. first one, since I think you'll have an advantage here. The oldest forms of dancing. Oldest forms of dancing. So find the middle-aged dance style in this group, and they are all listed alphabetically. Ballet, Bollywood, clogging, hip-hop, and samba. Again, that's ballet, Bollywood, clogging, hip-hop, and samba. Okay. Hoffman, which one is the middle-aged dance there? Okay, well, uh, I don't really, I can't pretend to have too much of a thought process here. I'm sure ballet's got to be a couple hundred years old. Bollywood has to be within the last, I don't know. Clogging <laughs> could be pretty old. Hip-hop's obviously got to be pretty recent. And samba, I think, oh... Okay, I'm going to say that Samba is the middle one. 
Samba is the middle one. David says, Bella, which one do you believe is the middle-aged dance style? So immediately I thought Samba. So am I allowed to answer the same? You absolutely are. You absolutely can. And so she chooses Samba. Everything the light touches belongs to Samba, says Bella and Hoffman. Of course, you both were correct to stay away from ballet. It was by far the oldest (laughs) form. Yeah, that is so old. Around the year 1500s when it started. The most recent, of course, was hip hop. Meaning we are left Mm -hmm. with Bollywood, Clog, and Samba as our middle contenders. Bollywood was invented in the 1950s and 60s. Whereas the clog was invented in the mid-1700s, making Samba the correct choice that you both are on the board with. Congratulations. One. Both have one. Bella. Logic prevails. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Bella, you will start us out first on this one, which I don't know if you have an advantage or not. So here we go. Okay. The age of the Backstreet Boys. Oh, God. The age of the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> which Backstreet Boy is in the middle? Again, I, be honest with you, I don't know their names. Do we have their names? I don't know their names of co- either. Of course. I've, I've got <laughs> all their names here. Oh, how, great. How dare you guys? AJ McLean, <laughs> Brian Luttrell, Howie D, Kevin Richardson, and Nick Carter. Again, we got AJ McLean, Brian Luttrell, Howie D, Kevin Richardson, and Nick Carter. Bella, which dart do you want to throw with? So... I have no idea who they are. I mean, I know who they are, like as a band, but personally, don't yeah. know. But here is my my guess, okay. based upon a feeling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kevin, sure. It's always um, Kevin, isn't it? <laughs> I I you know like I just heard the name Kevin and I was like, that's the one I'm going with. <laughs> I did um, too. <laughs> something about the name Kevin. Right. Something it's about Kevin. Okay, I'll go with something different. I'll go with something different. Okay. Uh, Don't be scared Phil, away. As what you was told the Bella. first one? Yes, the first one is AJ. AJ McLean. No, I don't. I don't. Well, okay, fine. I'll go with AJ. <laughs> Why right. not? AJ. All right, we have the selections of AJ and Kevin here. You both were were right to stay away from the D. Howie is the, the oldest, <laughs> or excuse me, the second oldest at forty four. Kevin Richardson who uh, I believe Bella picked, is aged Mm -hmm. 46, so he is the oldest. Oh, shit. Nick Carter (laughs) is 38, making him the youngest. No way. Brian Luttrell is the middle child of the Backstreet Boys. I was going to pick Brian. Okay, to be honest, it was between Brian and Kevin. Mm. Dang, 50-50. Brian Brian is 43 and AJ is 40. I may have, these ages may be incorrect currently, but they still fit. Regardless, he is still the middle child. Right. All right, so you both are still tied here at one. Let's go to the next one, which David should have an advantage with, although I doubt it. We're going to look at the, the average draft position. Of the top five (laughs) fantasy players going in fantasy football drafts right now. Great. This is just like the Backstreet Boys age. Absolutely. (laughs) Here we go. I'm going to go alphabetically. First one is Alvin Kamara. Second player would be Christian McCaffrey. Oh, yeah. Third player is is Dalvin Cook. What? Fourth is Derek Henry. Mm. And fifth okay. is Ezekiel Elliott. And uh, we are going to go back to Hoffman to uh, see if he can he can spouse some wish- wisdom to Bella and let her know what the correct answer is, I'm sure. Hoffman, <laughs> in preparation for our fantasy football league, I'm sure you know this. What is the middle, yeah, middle um, position player? Uh, definitively mm. gotta be Ezekiel Elliott of course that's the <gasps> only name that. that I remember of the ones that you said so Ezekiel <laughs> Elliott okay so David says Ezekiel Bella we are Elliott. of like minds tonight yes I know so David says okay. Ezekiel Elliott Bella are you going with Ezekiel as well Okay, yeah, because that's the only name I feel like I've heard my dad say before. <laughs> so now I know that your dad is a New York Giants fan, and it would make sense that he the is. name Ezekiel Elliott is murmured around in your house because Ezekiel Elliott is a Cowboys player. However, uh, oh, you're right, he hates. He, he the hates. Cowboys. Yes, I'm sure he yeah. does. Ezekiel Elliott, however, ranks number five on our list. He is the oh, fifth player taken no. on average draft boards this year. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey ranks number one. Dalvin. Cook number two, Derek Henry at number four, and 
Alvin ranks number Is three. Dang. It was the one you were looking for. So you guys are still tied here at one. You guys have two more categories here to go, unless, of course, David Ooh, decides yeah. to use his skipping stone. You always forget right. about my skipping stone. I know. I need to hold, I'm going to hold it in my hand, and that way I'll remember. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to remember. It's a beautiful stone. It's a beautiful stone. All right. Age <laughs> of Games is our next subject. Which one is the middle-aged game out of these upcoming ones? And Bella, will go to you first here. Okay. Checkers. Taboo, Poker, Monopoly, and Twister. We're not going to go with Naked Twister, just regular Twister today. (sighs) And of course, that's going to be Checkers, Taboo, Poker, Monopoly, or Twister. Bella, which one is the middle? Let's face it. Naked Twister can't be that much younger than Twister. As soon as Twister was invented, someone decided to do it naked. (laughs) Somebody just had a night and just did it. Well, depending on what age it was, yes, yes. Uh, Bella, which one is the middle-aged game here? Maybe Checkers? She goes with Checkers. David, where are you going with? I think Checkers is pretty old, and I'm pretty sure Poker's been around for quite a while. Taboo, Monopoly, and Twister all seem like modern-ish board games slash whatever Twister would be considered. (laughs) Party games. Party game. I think... So of those three, if those are the three newest ones, I think the oldest of those would be Monopoly. So I'm going to go with Monopoly. So you both were correct to stay away from Taboo. That is the newest one in 1989. And you were both correct to stay away from Poker. It is the second oldest at the 1800s. However, Bella, I am sorry, but Checkers was invented in the 12th century, making it one of the oldest games that still stick stuck around. No way. Really? Yes, it is fairly old, which means, Hoffman, you are either 100% right or 100% wrong with your selection of Monopoly. Well, that's how it goes. That is how it goes. <laughs> and you are indeed 100% right. Monopoly was, yes. was invented in 1933 with even older renditions dating back to the early 1900s. Either way, it still ranks in the middle with Twister being invented in 1964 when LSD and Naked Twister, I'm sure, were running rampant in the streets. Oh, All right. You know well, it. So, David, you Good have times. a... Yes, of course. David, you now have a 2-1 lead... A Along with a skipping stone, which means that I will yes. force you to go first this game. So that of way, course. Bella has a chance Naturally. to strategically pick something else other than what Perfect. you decide. So this one is going to be the cost of games by Target pre-tax. Which okay. one of these games uh, is the middly priced game? Here we go. Eh, sounds boring. Skip. All right. Uh, We will skip this one. I am curious where you guys would go, though. Uh, We had Candyland, Connect Four, Jumbling Tower, Moncala, or Streets of Fire. David, out of those five, Candyland, Connect Four, Jumbling Tower, which is just Jenga, Moncala, and Streets of Fire. Which one is the middly priced? I'm going to go with uh, Moncala. And Bella? However you're actually supposed to pronounce that, I can't remember. It's like stones in like little. Ah, it's so hard to hard to explain. Especially it's like in those an audio uh, like format. the little yeah the little stones or pebbles that go in into the like the the rows of oh yes yes of yes. like okay. of like indentations. They're and like you kind like of look like marbles or something. Yeah yeah like uh, yeah. yes yes. Okay, I'm gonna go with Candy Land. Candyland is a fine guess, but Moncala would have been sealing the deal for you, David. So uh, oh, we're wow. glad that you skipped it, indeed. We are glad. Uh, that, would have, that would have ranked at $9.99 at the middling price. With Streets of Fire, by the way, being $159.95. which is No, that one sounded expensive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm like, what the heck is Streets of Fire? Yeah, never even heard of it, and it is yeah. majorly expensive. So we go to our last Whoa. one here with David using his skipping stone. He remains to hold a two-to-one lead here, Bella. Okay. Uh, so, David, you start us off. We're going to go sure. with movie release dates. Which movie was released mm. in the middle of all these dates? Okay. First one's going to be The Avengers. Second one is B-Movie. Third one is Justin Bieber, Never Say Never. (laughs) The fourth movie is titled 2012. Ah. And the fifth movie is labeled Toy Story 3. David, which movie is the middle movie? The Avengers, B-Movie. Avengers? Yeah, B-Movie, Justin Bieber, Never Say Never. The movie 2012 and Toy Story 3. 
All right. So I know that 2012, I know the year that that came out, and I know the year that Avengers came out. And I should mention, these are all incredibly and unfairly close. (laughs) (laughs) They're not that close. I know Avengers and, and, and 2012 are three years apart. Perhaps. I think. I think. I I don't know. I'm going to go with uh, Toy Story 3. Bella, you are one behind David, meaning okay. you should probably pick something else if you want a chance to tie to force a tiebreaker. I'm ge- I, I will pick something else. Okay. He picked Toy Story yes. 3. The rest of your options are The Avengers, B-Movie, Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, or the movie 2012. Let's go with Justin Biebs. Of course. Biebs is always the answer, if not on this game, in our hearts. Yes. You both, <laughs> you both were correct to stay away from the Avengers in 2012. David was correct. The Avengers came out in 2012, and 2012 came out in 2009. 2009. Yes, there it did. Go. And B-Movie also should not be in the mix. It is. It uh, came out in 2007. What's the deal with bees? Anyway. I love that movie so much. Yes, of course, of course. It takes wild turns. If you haven't seen it, it is aged gracefully like Bette Midler or (laughs) Dolly Parton. I don't even know. All right. So that means that one of us was right. One of you is correct. (gasps) And Bella, Justin Bieber, Never Say Never, (gasps) unfortunately came out in 2011, making Toy Story... Coming out in 2010, the middle child of these selections. Dang. David has won in a game three to one. Congratulations, Hoffman. You get to keep your oft-forgotten skipping stone next week as well. Fantastic. I knew he was winning. Yes. All right. (laughs) I tag out, and I will now go up against you, Bella. And Hoffman, lead us away and split the hairs. All right. So pretty much the exact same concept. Uh, not, no real differences. The first question for you guys is Ed Sheeran albums and Ooh. their order of release. He okay. has five official albums, according to Wikipedia, and they are in no particular order. Equals, divide, number six collaborations, times, and plus. Where's minus, Ed? Come on. Oh, I missed the he's minus. working on it. He's I, feel, on I feel cheated. Uh, he's not actually. Uh, <laughs> one of these albums, uh, I think it is uh, equals. Actually, hasn't been released yet. It is set to be released uh, in October, but it is included in the list. So there you go. There's a free uh, freebie there. Which of these albums comes in the middle? Uh, one more time, David. Uh, it was equals divide. Equals divide. Number six collaborations times and plus. Okay. Who goes first? Um, uh, who, um, I think you went I'll first. I'll go to you first, Phil. Yes, so yeah, I'll go, first. go to you okay. first, Phil. You know what? Just because it's right in the middle, I and we're, that's what we're looking for, I can't imagine that Divide is not the middle one. Uh, I honestly don't know. I believe I believe the one before this one that was like went bonkers was Plus, I think. So I'm going to go with Divide as the middle album for Ed. Okay. okay. And Bella, what do you think? I have no idea because... I just don't for some reason, but I'm going to pick times. And uh, the correct answer was, in fact, divide. Well done, Phil. There you go. Yeah. Good choice. All right. Moving on. Thank you. Thank uh, you. I bow. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well done, Phil. You take an early lead and we move on to the second question. Countries with the longest coastlines in no particular order. The United States of America, Denmark, including Greenland, Russia, Canada and Indonesia. What do we think, Bella? We're going to go to you first. Oh man, Den. Okay, sure. I just started saying it. So Denmark with Greenland. You said that was an Pardon? option. Yeah, Denmark. Yeah, uh, yeah including and, Greenland. Yes. Including okay. Greenland. Sure, I'll pick that one. That was the one that I was going to okay. pick. Um, it was either that or U.S. And I, I felt like Denmark, so I'm going to go with Denmark as well. Okay. Uh, you both picked Denmark. Well, I mean, it, you were wise, I guess, to stay away from Russia, which is the largest country in the world. Yeah. However, does not have the longest coastline. Oh. And Indonesia, deceptively long coastline, comes in at number four. Oh, Russia, no. number two. Canada, number one. Denmark was number five. The United States of America, according Dang to... It. According to... 
the Jet Punk online is the third longest coastline in Dang. the world. Long may Jet so Punk So you're both live. wrong on that one. Yes. Gotta love Jet Punk. Jet Punk. Uh, excuse me. Jet Punk. <laughs> All right. We move on to countries that drink the most beer per capita. Yes. Every single one of these countries is in Europe. <laughs> so in no particular order, Poland, Czech Republic, Romania, Austria, and Germany. And we go back to you, Phil. I have no feel about this. I <laughs> Any feel I have about this feels racist. So, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to be giving my thought process here. Uh, for my safety and the the podcast's safety as well, but I, I mean we're we're talking all Europeans here, so uh, sure, don't worry too much. Sure, and I guess Germany deserves it after what they did. So, um, I'm going to go. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I, I was I was defending you for a little while there, and now and I'm really taking did. back that. Yeah, you had to just go there. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying they they need they drink to forget. Um, let's go with. Poland. Let's go with Poland. Put the wiener in the hot dog and go with a Polish dog. Whoa. Okay. All right, I Bella. Gonna, <laughs> I was going to pick Poland, but I don't want to pick the same one. So I'm going to pick uh, Czech Republic. Czech Republic. Yeah. You guys were, I Failed. suppose, wise to stay from stay away from Austria and Germany. Austria ranked two and Germany ranked four. Unfortunately, the correct answer was Romania. Oh. Czech Republic is the number one consumer of beer per capita and Poland number five. So mm. you were. I thought uh, it would be Germany. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we were yeah, at the well, wide extremes, Bella. Yeah, we really. Yeah, you were. Well, I mean, all of these countries are in the top five. So right. <laughs> yeah. these are the yeah. top five. But yeah, Czech Republic, they love beer. God bless. I mean, they invented the Pilsner, so it makes sense, I suppose. Yeah. All right. This next one. uh, So wait, you guys are still still. I still have one nil. Yeah. Still have one nil lead. Okay. This next one is powwow episodes by length. These are the five longest powwow episodes, and I want you guys, (laughs) Phil, you may have an edge here. I may, but I want you guys to tell me which one is the middle of these. In no particular order, 25 Shots to Celebrate was a very recent celebration of our 25 episodes. Give and No Take, that was our charity episode. The Oscar Spectacular was a very long episode. Yes. All about the Oscars. (laughs) Lala or Nana, which was uh, LA versus New York, or Campfire Convo with Veronica Macari. So uh, this one, we go to Bella first. Oh, what do you man. think, Bella? What about Lala or Nana? <gasps> oh, why did you do that? Well, I, that's one of the three. I believe the longest is Oscar, and I think the shortest is Give and No Take, because if I recall, that was a, a lower editing process. That's where I'm going off of this, is just what took me the, le- <laughs> the, <laughs> the length to edit these. I don't have the, the time actually memorized. Just, God, it's already four in the morning. Okay, let's, um, anyways. All right, so I, Lala or Nana was one of the middle ones, I thought. And I think, but I, I, for some reason, I'm saying campfire combo. That's where I'm going to go. I'm okay. going to go with the campfire combo with no, okay. with no, um, no conviction. Okay. All right. Well, Phil, you were quite wrong, actually, about most of the your assessments there. Oh, Campfire Combo is the shortest of the five. It landed at 70 oh. minutes, uh, an hour and 10. Uh, La La or Nana was close, Bella, but unfortunately is the second shortest, 72 okay. minutes. Bella, clearly you haven't been listening. Um, the I'm Oscar busy, Spectacular boy. was landed at 79 minutes, which was tremendously long, but not nearly, well, nearly, but... Not as long as Give and No Take, which, Phil, you said was the shortest, was actually the longest at 82 minutes. Wow. An what? hour and 22, yeah. Maybe I just didn't edit out of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, my word. Uh, well, I mean, if okay, if we had aired the entire of the Oscar oh, Spectacular. Yes. Or, no, 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 it wasn't that one. It was the interview with Jake. Yes. That one was very that long one, before I, we I, cut, you cut yes, down. Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Jake middle the one player? was 25 yes. shots to celebrate landed at 76 minutes and so no points there 
Uh, Bella, you have the opportunity to steal this at the end. We have uh, one more question, unless Phil uses his skipping stone, which he has okay. every right to do. We have best picture winners of the last few Dang years. <laughs> I kept wanting to skip here, but I, I, I thought that I would have an advantage with power, and I think I would know this. Um, Great. I, All right. I think I'm going to hold right. on to the skipping stone. As Great. My, yeah. All right. It doesn't carry over to next week, unfortunately. I, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> In some order that I, I couldn't possibly tell you. Parasite, The King's Speech, 12 Years a Slave, The Shape of Water, and Birdman. Okay, so we go to Phil first so that Bella can potentially steal this. Since we're playing and this one somewhat matters more, I've narrowed it down to two. I won't say which two. Mm. I'm going to go... Which one? Let's go with God. I I hope it's not that one. So I'm gonna go with Birdman and Birdman. Wait, wait, wait. And Can you repeat the question? Like the what are we looking for? Yes. The middle of um, we're looking the the order of release. So the middle oh. one of these five movies in terms of release date, release year. They all won the award at the Oscars for Best Picture. Okay. Uh, okay. In no particular order: Parasite, The King's Speech, Twelve Years a Slave. The Shape of Water, and Birdman. I'm going to go with The Shape of Water. That was the other one. God okay. damn it. If I lose because right. of that, I'm going to be pissed. All right. The <laughs> earliest was The King's Speech. I thought the so. The most recent yeah. was Parasite. I thought Parasite, that. Okay. Yeah. Two of these were only, were, you know, right next to each other, oh. one year apart. Mm-hmm. The correct answer is Birdman. Oh, God. Oh. 12 Years a Slave, 12 Years a Slave, Birdman came out 24, was given the Oscar, I think, in 2014, or came out, I don't know, and 12 Years a Slave was the year before that, Shape of Water was in 2017, so it was the next one along, but it was quite a few years, or three years later, so okay. Phil, you uh, you will you will go away with the win here, two points you to win, you, Phil. Uh, our sixth question was The Planets, oh god, so thank it god, been potentially, oh, the distance? No, just the order from the sun. So uh, yeah. I just want to, okay. out of curiosity, want to find out oh, just how, how well God. you guys would have done here. Yeah, Bella would have uh, smoked in, my ass. In this order, <laughs> Venus, Jupiter, Uranus, Neptune, and Mars. Which one of those comes in the middle? Any any ideas from either of I, you? I would go with Uranus because that's always my favorite option. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go Bella. with Mars. Mm, both wrong. Jupiter. Really? Excuse yes. me, Uranus uh, is never wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Venus is the second. Mars is the fourth. Jupiter is the fifth. Uranus is the seventh. And Neptune is the eighth. So the so real, real answer was Neptune. And my said. fantastic tiebreaker again carries over to next yes. week. I think this is like the, the third week in a row it hasn't been Whoa. used. But I just cannot spoil it. It's too good. All right. All right. Oh, your questions? Yes. He's He's gotcha. been he's been promoting this tiebreaker for what feels like years now. <laughs> I mean, and I can't wait. I think it's, I think it's great. I don't know. All right. Well, Bella, we appreciate you coming on and playing. I appreciate the victory. I, I don't appreciate you losing to David. But it's all right. It's, okay. it's a forgivable offense. Happens to the best of us. It's true. It's yes. True. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a good game player, usually. That's all right. I appreciate it selfishly. Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything you are wanting to promote? I mean, you can always follow me on Instagram if you'd like. What is that handle? Where can we find you? It's at, obviously, and then my name, Bella Selecchio. And that's That's two C's, right? Two C's, yep. So B-E-L-L-A. And then S-I-L-E-C-C-H-I-O. There we go. There you go. S-I-L-E-C-C-H-I-O. You'll never forget that again. It's now (laughs) ingrained in your brain. Bella Selecchio, thank you so much for coming on, Bella. Um, We absolutely adore you, and we will have you on in the future if you you are so willing. Yes, of course I am. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bella. We move along to the scores. And with another double win for both me and David, we both get bumped up a point, meaning I have a record of 9 and 15 now, and David has a record of 11 and 13 now. (laughs) Ah! 
that was that was painful and sorry, exhilarating. <laughs> um, For those who didn't see us, what ha- what happened? I'm, uh, someone slapped me, Phil. I believe it was you. <laughs> Um, across the, across the pond, you and Jake at the same time. Uh, yeah. Mm. Um, never gets old for us at least. Yeah. This is that slaps. And I've got another song for you guys. And this one, I guess I've just, I've been jamming to it for so long and it's, it doesn't seem to get old. It's got one of those, those, uh, the, the, the drum line is just one of those rolling Tom drum, drum beats. And it just like, it gives the song this like rolling I don't even know how to describe it. Vibe. It slaps. It's called We Move Like the Ocean by Bad Sons. I love Bad Sons. They are absolutely phenomenal. And pretty much every one of their songs slaps. But We Move Like the Ocean. It slaps. Check it out. Small side note. I did listen to Steel Feel uh, from a couple weeks ago. I know you suggested it. Very good. Quite good. I had heard it before. I just forgot that the name of the title. And then once I heard it, I was like, Oh, that's right. That's this song. So I thank you for giving me the ability to mm. add it to my own personal collection. Uh, but my That Slaps for this week, of course, is now going to be going back to the theme. Of no. course, it's games this week. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> it there's no Kanye worries this me week. When Don't you worry. Do... Oh, I my know. God. The fact that Fruit Salad by The Wiggles pops up on the playlist is just <laughs> tragically... Something. Do you enjoy it? Have you listened to it? Isn't I have it listened to the whole thing, and you know what? Like I, I get it. If you're watching the Wiggles, you Come can jam on. to that. But it's not something Come I usually on. listen to on Spotify in my free time. Come on, it's too good. Anyways, the ga- the song that I'm going to be putting in here is "Quit Playing Games," and uh, coincidentally by Backstreet Boys. Oh. That is a coincidence. Yes, I, I'm I'm on double themed today. Quit playing games by Backstreet Boys. That's not really a coincidence because you created the game and you picked your that slap. So, okay, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, that slaps. Well, thank you for joining us for another wonderful, cozy, and all-encompassing podcast, of course, about games. We appreciate you listening, but of course, we've got some other people that we, too, need to appreciate as well. Yeah, we'd love to thank Cass and Crossland and Jake Corlang for the musical intros and outros and interludes that you hear on this show. Thank you, guys. And we also like to thank Tara Amstutz for her wonderful graphic design work for that beautiful picture you see accompanying this Spotify uh, selection or or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. The, the graphic is beautiful. And of course, Josh Hans for his wonderful interludes and segues in between each uh, segment here in the podcast. Thank you both. And thank you to you, the listener, for listening, continuing to listen. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. If you enjoyed this, if you enjoyed the game, shoot, even if you're just Bella's mom, go ahead and hit the subscribe button. Oh, I can smell a bear's fart from three miles away. Mmm, fishy. Fishy.